problem today really are not the screwball socialist Marxist Democrats. Our real problem are the feckless, gutless, weak-kneed, lily-livered, white wine-swilling, country club-belonging establishment Republicans, and it is time to show them the door. for Speaker Kevin McCarthy. It is very simple. It is time to impeach Joe Biden or let's vacate the chair and make Matt Gates Speaker of the House. Mm. Joe Biden will be in three states today. The state of unconsciousness, the state of semi-consciousness, and the state of confusion. Chris Christie needs to run, not for president, he just needs to run. Now, as a veteran of many years in American politics, I'm going to tell you something somewhat shocking. Joe Biden will not be the nominee of the Democratic Party in 2024. Kamala Harris will briefly become president, but the only way in their party they can replace a woman of color is with another woman of color. And yes, you heard it here first, the Democratic nominee for president will be Michelle Obama. They have already rigged their primaries. The reason that they have canceled the Iowa caucuses in the New Hampshire primary is to put South Carolina, a state where a majority of the Democratic primaries are Afri primary voters are African Americans, and they will allow Gavin Newsom to purchase the vice presidential nomination, but the Obamas will hold him up for six or eight hundred million dollars to do so. You heard it here first. When Steve Bannon says it in three weeks, remember I said it first. Politics has always been a contact sport. I've been very forthright about the fact that when I hit rock bottom, when it was clear that I was about to lynch, be lynched in a Soviet-style show trial in which all my constitutional rights would be uh, would be uh, would be uh, uh, would be ignored, uh, and that I would be lynched after being gagged. And I realized that. My mentor, Richard Nixon, yeah, I have a tattoo of him on my back. It's about the size of a grapefruit between my shoulders. It's a daily reminder that in life, when you get knocked down, when you suffer defeats, when you are disappointed, when you reach for something and you fall short and you're ready to quit, that is the time to get up off the mat and get back in the game. You see, the, the story of Richard Nixon is a story of persistence. It's a story of resilience. It's, a, it's an American story. But in the truth, I'm also the only man you know with a dick on the front and the back.
my mentor, Richard Nixon, who said, the greatness comes not when things go always good for you. The greatness comes when you are rarely tested, when you take some knocks, some disappointments, when sadness comes. Because only when you have been in the deepest valley can you understand the majesty of the highest mountaintop. He also said a man is not finished when he is defeated. He is only finished when he quits. When it comes to the fight for America, both Donald J. Trump and I will never quit. God bless you. Thank you. 
And uh, the other story was simply that little boy. They filmed that on location. We pulled him out of that van. True story. The necklace story he gave me, also true, with my name on it. That's a miracle from God, and I'm, I'm, we're, we're blessed to, that that happened. And so that was it. I left thinking everything's great. I get a call from my office about a few hours after I left the White House, and they told me that we have lost 1,000 recurring donors. 1,000 donors who believed we were rescuing kids, but were willing to take that opportunity away because they didn't like that I met in the White House with Donald Trump. And, and, and my office, my CFO called, Tim, call these people, tell them, you would have said the same thing to, to any president of any administration. And I thought about it for a half second. And I said, I'm not gonna call one of those people. Because, because they just broadcasted something to me, a very important message, that there are people out there, and it was a shock to me, that there are people out there that hate one person or one party more than they love rescuing children from a life of rape. And that's when I realized we have a serious, serious illness in this country where children are put way down on the list of priority and agenda and wokeness and, and leftism, whatever it is, is the most important thing. It is, it's spiritual warfare. Nothing else can explain this. It's spiritual warfare. So then fast forward a few more years and Sound of Freedom comes out and I see another manifestation of the same craziness. You see what the left media was, is saying about this film? They're calling me QAnon. Okay, I don't even know. I, this, is, here's a, this is based on a true story. You saw the film. Was there anything in that film political, QAnon-ish, anything? These are real kids. We're bringing these kids up. They're, they want to tell their story. So I invite Rolling Stone, The Guardian. By the way, all, those, all that mainstream media, in October of 2014, when this operation went down in Colombia, they all reported on it. They applauded it. They agreed with all the rest of us that child trafficking is real and that it's a good thing that we're getting rid of it. Same publications, eight years later, it's all a lie. It can't be happening. And somehow they, they, it's QAnon or... Well, the, the film was produced and written about six, seven years ago before anyone heard the name QAnon. So it's impossible that there's something in there. But they don't care. So then the question is this, and this is the most important thing we need to answer. Why? Why are they doing this? Why do they not want you to see Sound of Freedom? And they're gonna expose the truth, and what truth? What conversation are they afraid to have? I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what it is. I was, I was, at, a, a, a few weeks ago, I was at, on the Hill talking to a group of congressional uh, Republicans, and they were asking me about the border. And they were just appalled, as I am, as you are. In the last two years alone, 85,000 unaccompanied minors, thousands of them, according to CBP data, under five years old. <clears throat> okay, what is, a, what is a three-year-old showing up at the port of entry or at the border alone? What's, what's going on? Oh, and by the way, there's a, there's a bracelet around them. You've seen this? I mean, they're, they're branding the kids. I mean, this is an organized effort by criminal uh, organizations to traffic children. And 85,000 of those kids show up at the, at, the, at the southern border over the last two years, and they're lost. They're disappeared. And here's the important thing. There's something I call the economy of pedophilia. Okay? Did you know that the United States is the number one consumer of child sex material in the world? Okay, so we are the demand. If 85,000 children show up at our 
border and are released into that economy of pedophilia, what do you think is going on? And worse yet, worse yet, you know what happens? I've been down there. The kids, the traffickers give the kids a little piece of paper with a name on it of the sponsor. And Health and Human Services gets those kids by policy. All they can do is call the number and George Smith or whoever picks up the phone. Oh, yeah, Jose Gonzalez. Yeah, that's I'm the sponsor. Okay, they used to have to come pick the kid up. It's, it's harder, by the way. It's harder to adopt a, a cat from a shelter than it is to come pick up a kid at the border. Do you know that? And now... Now, George Smith doesn't have to pick the kid up anymore. Your taxpayer dollars are putting that kid on a plane, train, automobile, whatever it is, and shipping that child to the sponsor given by a child trafficker in Mexico. And the United States government is therefore complicit. And the United States government is fulfilling and completing the final leg of a child trafficking experience. That's our country right now. And that's why they don't want you to see Sound of Freedom. They do not want to be compelled to have the conversation. But I told the congressman, because they said, Tim, why can't we wake up the left? These are children. And I said, you're not telling the whole story. Spiritual warfare, it's all encompassing. It's not just about the 85,000 kids. You know what else is about? It's about sexualizing our kids. They don't want to be confronted with that truth that they are wanting to give our children pornography at third grade and call it sex education, sexualize their brains. They don't want you to know about the fact that the pedophile networks, which I've been hunting for two decades, they are salivating right now at all the leftist policies because it's all the things that they have wanted to have accomplished for the last two decades. And they're doing it for them, sexualized kids. They want the kids sexualized because they need those kids to want to have sex. At 12, 13, 14 years old, Another big point for the pedophiles is kids should consent to vote. Kids can consent to everything. Why? Because they want sexualized kids to now have the legal authority to consent to do anything. And why are they loving this trans foist on children? Because it's all about consent. We're being told by, by the leftists that children can and should have the ability to, to consent and demand that their bodies be mutilated, that their, that their genitalia be extracted. I mean... What, I, I have nine children, okay? You can't tell, you, I won't let my, thank you. I, I won't let my 13 year old consent to where they're gonna go on a Friday night. But, but, but moms and dads in Washington, Oregon can lose their children if they don't, if they, if they try to fight the consent thing with their kids to, to gender and mutilate or to inject themselves with puberty blockers. Now, why, why, why do pedophiles love this? Oh, they love this because if kids can consent to something so outrageous, it doesn't seem so outrageous that they can now consent to identify as a 30-year-old and have sex with a 40-year-old pedophile, does it? And that's what's coming next. Mark, it's already happening. Every piece of this agenda in spiritual warfare is the pedophile agenda that's being pushed by these leftists and this is the conversation they don't want to have this is why they're lying about sound of freedom and we're going to force this conversation down their throats and we're going to wake up this country We're just getting started. The, the, the director of the film, Alejandro Monteverde, uh, he, he said he made a movie 
that he wants this he wants this movie to begin when people leave the theater and that's what's happening we are just getting started and what's so great about this film I, it, it's breaking i don't know if you're I, i'm shocked every day they give me the numbers i'm shocked okay and, and we need your help because i'm like oh my gosh I, I have a lot of a lot more enemies than i ever had before but 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 because of this is drawing a line isn't it amazing they're exposed this is I, I believe i believe god's behind this movie if for nothing else to expose if you are against rescuing children and you can't help your poisonous pen and you're writing crap and you're going in and you're posting about how this is wrong and this is bad and this is a lie oh wow you've just you've just we know who you are now so thank you we know who you are <clears throat> the lines are, def are more defined than ever aren't they it's it's, it's not even republican democrat it's just right and wrong it's dark and light <clears throat> that's where we're at this is spiritual warfare there's a line um there's a line in the movie it's the one line that, Ju that jim caviezel actually ad-libbed uh and he didn't know i when i saw it for the first time i wept this is in the beginning it's a true scene I'm in a coffee shop with a pedophile after having gone undercover, not as uh, under a false name, but under my own name. If you remember in the film, I, it shows this, and it's a true, again, true story. I had to go undercover as Tim Ballard's special agent and closet pedophile, and that's how I had to get to this guy, Oshensky. Again, you've all seen the film, so you know what I'm talking about. Right before Oshensky gets arrested, Caviso leans over the table, remember the scene? And he says to him, better than a millstone be hung about your neck and you toss to the bottom of the sea then that you should hurt one of these little ones and i remember thinking that wasn't that wasn't in the script in fact the actor who's playing the pedophile that was his that was his natural reaction when he said what does that mean right but it, it worked perfectly in the film it was it was, it was beautiful caviso's an amazing guy i asked him to play me i asked him to play that role he was my first choice because he loves Jesus, and that's why. And what Jim didn't know, what Jim didn't know, what I knew, is all the crazy crap you see us do and the dark places I've had to go into. I'm just as scared as anyone else, I promise you. Before and after, I'm scared as anyone else. But you know, in the moment when I'm in it, I'm not scared. And this is why, because I repeat that line from Matthew 18 in my head. Jim didn't know this. I repeat that. Why do I repeat that line, the millstone line? Because I think it may be the only time that Jesus gets violently righteous in his words. It's like mafioso righteous, right? This is cement shoe stuff. I mean, think about what he's saying. If you hurt one of these kids, it's, I'm not going to put a millstone on your neck and throw you to the sea. No, no, that's not what he's saying. It's going to be worse than that is what's going to happen to you if you do this thing. And, and why do I love that line? Because when I'm going into a dark place, I know where God stands on it. He has made it clear, even using violent language. It's Jesus, so it's righteous violence. But even using violent language, I know he's at my side, and he's at our side. And here's the good news. He's on all of your side with that kind of passion, because all of you are going to protect God's children because they are no longer for sale. Thank you so much. God bless you guys, and God bless America. Thank you.